Welcome to the How to Code Well podcast, a show all about web development and programming. My name is Peter Fisher. I am a freelance web and mobile applications developer. Hello coders, today we're going to be talking about how to get into the web development industry and today I'm joined by Tom Varel from the Czech Republic who's just come into this industry. Hello Tom, how's it going? Hi Peter, um, I'm doing pretty pretty good, pretty good. You've had a good week? Yeah, yeah I've had an excellent week, my first week in my my new job, so yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty exciting stuff. Well congratulations for that, I, that's a, that's a tremendous tremendous step in web development. So we're going to pick apart how you got into the industry and you're a self-taught developer yourself. Uh, so we're going to be talking about those kind of aspects too. So first of all, Tom, how did you become a web developer and what brought you into this industry? Um, well, basically I was, uh, I was 22 years old. Um, I was at this dead end job that I, there was really no future in it, and I was trying to figure out what to do with my life. Mm. And uh, I was browsing YouTube, and uh, I saw this video. I remember the name of the YouTuber. Her name was Kalina Edwards. Right. I don't know if you're familiar with Kalina Edwards. I, I'm but, not, uh, but I will look her up. Shout out to yeah, Kalina. Well, she, 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 had a, she, she, she had an interesting story as well, but basically she's this uh, lovely uh, African-American girl from the States, and she had this video, and it was called, I believe, my first week as a web developer. And uh, she was just she was vlogging basically and talking about her new job, and uh, how interesting it is, and you know, you know how she loves it. So immediately, I was like, well, I've 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 done a bit of programming and back in high school. I don't have a college degree, by the way, in right. anything. High school diploma. That's all I have. So uh, so I did my research. And uh, I actually found out that there's a, you don't need a degree to, uh, to become a developer, you know? So, uh, so I was like, okay, I might, I might give this a try. So I gave it a try, tried learning HTML and CSS on Codecademy. Right. right. And uh, after like a week, all of this is happening by the way, whilst having a full-time job. Right. After like a week, I was, I got, I think I got into like classes something like that css classes uh -huh, uh -huh. and making layouts with floats right and i don't even i don't i don't think i did flexbox flexbox yeah with floats and and yeah. basically I, I told myself like this is way too difficult for me this is way too difficult i uh you know and i gave up i right. gave up right and uh after two weeks or some time i believe it was like a week or two i went back to it and uh, I watched a video again, sure. the Kalina Edwards video, and I watched more of her videos where she was talking about how she was switching careers mm. and she was learning on Team Treehouse. Right. And I was like, okay, okay. Um, this girl is, has, she had a similar story. Like she didn't, she clearly didn't have any technical uh, or tech background rather. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is totally doable. Mm. And it's just me being lazy. It's just me being lazy and not wanting to put in the work. Right. So I made a promise to myself that evening. It was an evening. I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to learn this stuff. I'm going to learn this stuff. And it might take a year, 
it might take two years, it might take three years, but I'm going to learn this and yeah. I'm going to make it a career because okay. what do I have to lose? You know, yeah. I'll stay in this end job. And, uh, and so, know, so, so what, what were you, what were you doing in that, in, in, in that job to begin with? What was that, that thing? Um, it was a very interesting job for the first two weeks <laughs> and it was called, it sound the job title sounds interesting, but it really is not. Um, it's called fraud prevention and compliance analyst. Okay. I was working for this company. We were getting e-commerce orders and there was some, let's say system in place that had some that would I'll, I'll skip I'll skip the details basically I was checking orders that would come in mm. manually and screen if the company if the companies that were ordering stuff from us were mm. legitimate companies and not fraudulent entities okay so completely nothing to do with right absolutely code. nothing to do with <laughs> code nothing to do with programming nothing to do with web development completely unrelated how long did you give yourself to teach yourself code and and sort of how what were the 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 foundations that you you seeked out to do um you said that css you you had a look at before uh but you found that a bit difficult did you revisit that oh yeah um well first of all i didn't i i i I told myself i'm gonna give myself two years two years okay because because i saw all these videos like oh become a web developer in in like three 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 months exactly learn this language in 10 minutes and (laughs) i was like i'm not gonna put all that pressure on myself Mm. um so i'm I'm gonna take my time Mm. and uh and i'm gonna learn this stuff so i started from scratch i started again html right then I went to CSS, and then I went to vanilla JavaScript, and uh, yeah. and then I I went into frameworks, which I, which is something that I shouldn't have done that early. Okay. After like two or three months, that okay. was my first mistake. Right. Going to Angular, React. I don't think Vue was. Yeah, Vue Vue was just getting a bit of traction, starting to get a bit of traction. Yeah. So I tried that as well. Yeah. So, um, so, so it sounds, it sounds like it was like a kid in a candy shop. You kind of looked at all of these frameworks yeah, and, exactly. and picked and choose exactly. I mean, you, you, you tackled the, th- the three main pillars of, of front end development there. You've got the HTML, CSS and JavaScript, vanilla JavaScript down. Um, so we'll talk about some hindsight sort of mistakes and, and sort of things that you would talk about to your previous self later on. But I think we'll, we'll touch on those points because it's very important. As a self-taught developer, what challenges did you face when coming into this industry and how did you overcome them? Well, one of the challenges definitely is that there's no blueprint for self, self-taught developers. Right. I mean, you, ha- you yeah. get these roadmaps that you get on Medium. Like this is the web development word map. Uh, mm. Yeah. Web, this is the... What's the, what's the, what's the word? It's like a development journey. Roadmap. 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 Yeah. 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 That's the thing. That's the word. This is a roadmap for web development in 2018. Mm. This is the, this is the one for 2016, but the problem with those is they change yeah. like very yeah. frequently. Yeah. So I, I just focused on the basics. I think that's always a good idea to focus on the basics yeah. um, and move on from there. Another challenge is imposter syndrome is real. Like yeah. if you, if you, if you get involved with this community and you go on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is something that I did, 
and you start following on these all these super smart people like Dan Abramov or Sarah Drasner or mm-hmm. Ken C. Dodds, you know, you get overwhelmed with information and yeah. you always feel that you you're never going to catch up. Yes. And yes. Uh, that can be an issue for new programmers as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I find that um, at times I get uh, what, what I call information guilt. So it's kind of things that I would like to know, but I just don't have time to know them. Someone's, yeah, men- someone's so mentioned something. And so I'll look it up and I'll read sort of like the first couple of paragraphs and go, oh, that, that's interesting. I really should delve into that more. But then, you know, life happens and you have to Exactly. You have to deal with the everyday. Um, so you end up with like tons of tabs open on your browser <laughs> yeah. of all these things that you really would like to know. Um, but yeah, yeah no, I do, I do appreciate that. It's something that um, as a developer uh, who's um, been in the industry for years, I can I can certainly say that, that uh, imposter syndrome is something that uh, affects us all. Um, and uh, it's certainly not just people who do self taught stuff because it's also for people who come from a university or a degree background as well, because you'll only learn what you get taught at that particular snapshot in your life. And as you said, that things change so much and so fast and it, they, they change quite rapidly, especially in the front end area, because you mentioned that you were doing, so you mentioned that uh, you went from different frameworks. At what point did you, decide that there was that you didn't want to delve into angular anymore and you chose sort of view or another react at what point in that sort of discovery journey did you did you choose another one was it because something was more enticing to you in terms of that framework over the other framework how did you how did you deal with that yeah well i i believe that uh, first of all i chose react in the end Right. Um, because that's the most used one. If you right. want to get a job here in the Czech Republic, at least, you need to know React because okay. most of the companies here they require you to know React. But I actually, I actually uh, didn't like React at first, mm-hmm. which is something that everybody says. I didn't like JSX because mm-hmm. when I started with web development, all these basic, extremely basic courses that yeah. teach you, that teach the 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 most the, the the simplest stuff basically mm-hmm. they always say you have your html mm-hmm. you have your css mm-hmm. and you have your javascript yeah yeah when you go and you get into react all of that goes out of the window mm-hmm. and you have everything in one file and that was really that was really tough for me that was really tough for me and another thing was what can be a bit tricky for new developers mm-hmm. frameworks like view and uh, Angular, mm. because they have directives, mm-hmm. they make you more productive right away because you don't need to know what a how you need to map over your array in order to render a list. You can just do ng4, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So you get these what's what's it called instant gratification moments mm. mm-hmm. that you're you're feeling really productive. Mm. Yes, yes. However, a point that I want to make though is that you learn it through the eyes of the framework rather than from from the raw vanilla JavaScript. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, absolutely. I mean, you you you've come from a background where you you taught vanilla JavaScript straight off the bat, but there's there'll be others who will go right. I want to be a JavaScript developer today, and I'm going to start straight away on React and and 
or Angular and have these these framework um, sort of idioms, the, these sort of opinionated sort of ways of doing things, and not not truly understand the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Um, I think that's um, it's something I get asked all the time. It's like I want to be a JavaScript developer. What framework do I need to learn? <laughs> I agree with you hundred percent because that's that that was one of the mistakes I did. I jumped into frameworks way earlier than I should have. You know, I I spent like a month on JavaScript and then okay. immediately immediately I went into Angular, I believe it was. Yeah, that's quite one of the frameworks. What what, and, what kind of time span do you, would would you if if you were speaking to to an, to your former self and you were giving advice to your former self? We'll get we'll touch on some of these points in a minute, but what would you say as a is is a comfortable timeline to learn JavaScript? I know that's kind of a loaded question because it depends on the developer and so forth. Exactly. That that would be my answer. Like that is that varies from person to person. Uh, some people need longer, some people need less. You know, there are people who you show them a line of code and they just get it. Yeah. They just, "Oh, that's what it does." Okay, I remember that. I'm not one of those people, by the way. I need to I, if I see like a code block, mm -hmm. I need to I need to see it in action like four times. And after, and on a fifth time, I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm comfortable using this. I know what it's what this does. Yeah, yeah. So, I would say definitely a few months at okay. least. Yeah, a few months, yeah. like two or three months maybe. But again, it varies. It varies. So, you know, I, I don't have a clear answer to that. I <laughs> no, think. No worries. Um, so, we've taken it to the point where you've um, you're in in your first position job and you're learning or teaching yourself to, to, to write code. Did you have any kind of area of, of web development that you wanted to get into? Um, because, you know, e-commerce, it could be marketing, it could be um, all sorts of charity work, you know, it, was there a sort of a specialism that you wanted to, to dive into? Um, not not really when it comes to like choosing an industry yes. if that's what you're asking yes. yeah. um but in general i've always wanted to work in uh in the entertainment industry right so you know for, so right now i know more or less where like which companies i would like to work for mm -hmm. um i didn't even think about that back then mm -hmm. because i was like that is completely i don't need to think about that right now no i need to think about like learning how to <laughs> make a website right before you know and choose an industry yes. i'd like to go now that i know a little bit I, I i kind of i kind of can you know think about the companies or industries where i would like to work in yeah. um yeah but yeah entertainment that, industry was something very that was very intriguing to me right ever since i was a little kid so yeah yeah and you're you're, you're currently working in the in the entertainment area at the moment yeah. as a react developer yeah so how accidents <laughs> yeah so how how does that how does that feel as now you've you've done that you've got yourself that position you've landed your job and congratulations for doing so how you know that thank must, you that must be that must be such a a, a sort of a, a huge pat on the back to get to that point yeah it's it feels surreal it really does like the other day, like two days ago, I was sitting at my desk and I was just, I just started laughing. Like, <laughs> this is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. And yeah. now it's here. Because like, you, you haven't been in there for long, have you? No, no. This is my first week on this new job. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, it's been amazing, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just very fortunate. I'm very fortunate. But at the same time, I know I worked hard for this. I, I really did. Mm. Um, and uh, when I had my first job, I would, I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning to just, you know, code for an hour or two, mm-hmm. go to my nine to nine to five job, come back, you know, study for another two hours and I would go to bed and I would do that, you know, every day. That's so inspirational. You know? That's really, really good. Yeah. Didn't have any social life, no girlfriend, no, <laughs> no anything. I just, I just went hundred percent in Yeah. and, uh, yeah. So, so that leads me on to the next question is what, what motivates you to develop those skills? Because you had the motivation of getting the job. Now you've got the job. What motivates you to improve? Yeah. Well, for me personally, and again, this varies from person to person, mm. but for me personally, I am really good at motivating myself. Like mm. I don't need any external motivation. I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to be a loser. Like I didn't want to grow up and be that guy who's not really done anything with their life, you know? Mm. So that was always like the, that was my fear. So basically I just, I just worked, worked, worked because I didn't want to be, yeah, I I wanted, I wanted to be successful. I wanted to have something like, yeah, that's, that's my thing. That's what I do when I'm successful in it. But for some people it might be family, you know, it might be their, their, their family situation. Mm. You know, Mm. they were they want to support their family and they're, 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 they're willing to do that for them. Mm. But that, that's, you know, for me, it was just me not wanting to, I, I didn't want to disappoint my family and myself mm. and uh, yeah, that's it, I guess. So, I mean, that, that's quite an inspirational sort of take on, on pushing yourself to get to the point where you're, you're at now. Um, have you, have you, have you had a chance? I mean, I, I appreciate you've only been in here for, for a few weeks, but have you had a chance to sort of think about where you could go in, in, in say a year, two years time in, in terms of not only, I mean, not, I'm not, I'm not just asking in terms of the company that you're in, but in terms of the skill level that you're at, um, because, because a development journey is, isn't always a straight line. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I definitely want to get better at the things that I'm working with right now, mm-hmm. uh, namely React and Redux. Right. And also, you know, a little bit of Node.js, but I want I want to stick with the React ecosystem. Right. Um, because that's 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 what I work with right now. And uh, to tell you the truth, like I've been working with React, or not working with React, but I've been learning React for at least a year now. Okay. And I still feel that I don't know anything. I don't know anything. So my plan is to keep working on that. Um, um, learn how to work with React and Redux. Right. And maybe then to go to Node.js. But JavaScript ecosystem is something that, you know, is so huge, especially right now. Yeah. That you basically, you cannot run out of things to learn. No. So no, and, and, and nor can you run out of industries that use it because it's, exactly, you know, I, I, it's I, everywhere. It's everywhere. You can now dry, fly drones with it. It's, it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what resources do you use to, to keep yourself in the, 
you know, keep yourself motivated and also keep yourself learning? What, uh, is there any kind of blogs or any sort of video? Do you still self teach or have you got a course? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Every day you have to, especially if you're self-taught, if you're, if you're self-taught, you have to, you have to keep learning. You have to keep learning. And there's another, there's one point I really want to make, um, this process, it never ends. Like you get your first job, but you still need to learn more stuff that, you know, it, this never ends because this ecosystem or not a ecosystem, this, this, this industry yeah. keeps evolving. And if you're not, if you're not learning mm. and you're not always trying to improve your skill set, you're going to be, you know, you're going to get left behind. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. that's something that I don't want personally. So I'll, 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 I'm, I'm, I've, I've been learning you know, ever since I started, I don't, I'm not planning to stop anytime soon, you know, but in, in terms of resources, um, I started with the very basics, uh, on code Academy, okay. uh, which is free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned HTML and CSS there. Mm-hmm. Um, then I transitioned to, uh, team Treehouse, I believe it was, right. which is not free. It's like $25 per month, but okay. I think you get like one month free. Mm-hmm. in the beginning which I, I liked it but it was more i felt i felt like a child you know <laughs> they're explaining it in the way they're mm. making it really playful and colorful and i felt like a child so yeah so i i, I tried i tried everything but mostly where i spent most of my time was udemy udemy courses because mm-hmm. i think that is the best value for your money if you right. catch like a that they have those super sales where they have like $10 courses. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I will always check the reviews, you know, if it right. gets good reviews, I would buy the course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then obviously, and then obviously YouTube, mm-hmm. there are so many great channels on YouTube and they're totally free. You know, one mm-hmm. of the channels that I, uh, that I follow is, uh, Traversy Traps, sorry, Traversy Media, yes. Brad Traversy is a yeah. great teacher. Yeah. Learned a lot. Uh, Scott Talinsky with Level Up Tuts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this German fellow. Uh, his name is Max Schwarzmiller. Yeah, right. Maximilian Schwarzmiller. Yeah. I think he has a channel. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Akademind or something like that. Okay. On okay. YouTube, he also does a lot of U- Udemy courses. Mm-hmm. Great teacher. So YouTube, YouTube. And YouTube is free. You know, yeah. there's there's yeah. absolutely no excuse. Like you have all these free resources, you know, mm. on YouTube. So, so, so. It, I mean, it sounds it sounds like you've 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 used you've utilized as much as you possibly can to absorb yep. as much knowledge as you can in, in in what would would seem in the grand scheme of things as a as a reasonably short period of time. Um, and hats off to you to 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 do it. Can you talk talk about how you you transitioned from being uh, a developer who's taught themselves to actually moving into or going into the having an interview? I mean, what was that all like? What was I mean? What was the what was the the feeling you had on actually going into the first interview for the thing that you actually wanted to do? I mean, that must have been quite a tense moment. Yeah nerve-wracking nerve-wracking yeah that's how i would describe it yeah i was i was really nervous but then i told myself like what is the worst thing that could happen i'm not going to get the job you know there'll be another job and if i don't get that one 
it'll be another job. You know, I'll work on my skill set and eventually I'll get there. So yeah. I try not to put that much pressure on myself and I'd suggest that, you know, I definitely recommend that to all the aspiring developers. Don't put pressure right. on yourself, you know. Don't think that if this is your first job interview, the chances are you might not get that job, you know. Mm. So mm. if you don't, there there will be another one. So mm. Don't 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 sweat it. You know, I went in there, and uh, after this pep talk with myself, you know, mm. I went I went there. I went in there completely calm, mm. and I was completely transparent, which mm. is something that I read on Twitter mm. and on YouTube in YouTube videos, like mm. how to prepare for coding interview or mm -hmm. tech interview. Be transparent. Be yourself. Tell them like I never studied for this but I'm very passionate about this. This is what I want to do. Mm. And if you're willing to invest your time in me and my development, uh, you know, I promise you that I'll give 110% mm. mm. um, effort in whatever you want me to do. Mm. So, so yeah, just being transparent. Be, be yourself and, and show. Exactly. And, and, and don't come across as, as someone who knows everything. Um, yeah, well, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever, whenever yeah. I had an interview, I was like, yeah, I don't know a lot of things, but I'm willing to <laughs> learn. That's how I start usually. And how are you? Because that's the truth. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And how are you finding, how are you finding um, learning on the job? I mean, is that, because you said before that you were, you were learning in the hours, in the evening and the morning. So how, are you still doing that now? Or are you finding that on the job, you, uh, you can have sufficient amount of knowledge that you're absorbing? Definitely. Definitely not sufficient, definitely not sufficient, but I learned yeah. differently now. Um, okay. I would do code alongs before that, uh, when I was like really trying to learn that stuff. I, I would code along on, or build my own projects, and now I mostly watch uh, courses on front-end master, uh, front masters, mm -hmm. um, which is more like uh, college lectures format. Okay. So you know, I, I, I watch those in the evening. But yeah, learning on the job—it's it's a whole—that's a whole other world. Yes. Um, when I started, because because at home, that's another thing with self with self-taught developers that you don't have anybody. Like, at school, when you're at school, you have a teacher, right? Yeah. You get an yeah. assignment and you get a deadline. Yeah. And you need to meet that deadline with a project, mm -hmm. or you'll or you'll fail, mm -hmm. right? If you're self-taught, then you're just learning this. You don't have anybody to answer to but yourself. Yes, you're not so accountable like, to anyone. You're the student and the teacher. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yes. so, uh, so that can be tricky because whenever I would uh, like encounter a problem in my project mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to do something, mm -hmm. sometimes I would be like, well, this is too difficult. I'm just going to you know, go to this thing and I'm going to do something else. Yes. And never actually finished that project or solving that issue. Yes. At work, you're presented with a problem. And it, this happened to me like two days ago. I had this task uh, to build something. I don't even, yeah, this tab component. Right. And I had no idea how to do that, but I had to do it because that's what they told me to do. And I, you just have to do it. So you mm -hmm. just go on Google, you know, you go on Stack Overflow. You join a few Slack channels or Discord channels, so you ask people, and eventually you'll, you know, you figure it out. Right, right, yeah. That's a very good point about the difference between 
self-teaching and then being on the job. Because often when you're on the job, you'll get landed tasks that you wouldn't necessarily even consider learning when you're in in self-taught. Because like things happen in real time when you're on the job. And if things break, um, I mean, what, what's your what's your exposure to things like bugs versus new features? Do you fix a lot of bugs? Are you on a lot of maintenance, or are you building yeah. new, new stuff? Um, yeah, mostly what I've done so far in the short amount of time that I've been there, um, it was mostly building new stuff, right? And adding not even features, but like building components, you know, pieces okay. of UI. That's not a- really building like fully fledged features with like filters and you know tinkering with the database i haven't been doing that but that's, yeah that's mostly a, adding stuff yeah. to already existing websites that's that's quite interesting because from my from my personal um entry into the industry it was it was mostly maintenance that i worked on right at the start because they wouldn't they were too scared to put the juniors on the production so we were yeah. fixing the backlog rather than coming up with the new projects because I, I guess it sort of made them uh, aware of what we were good at, you know, in our probation. Um, and it gave us some, some sort of security exposure to, or some exposure, but in a very secure sort of safe playground environment where we would yeah. just fix a bug. And if we couldn't fix the bug, then the bug still existed. So that was no big deal, uh, rather yeah. than actually building something new. So that's quite an interesting thing that they've they've allowed you to sort of go on to the new to the new toys. So yeah, well, obviously, obviously, I cannot push those new features into production by myself. You know, I have to go. It has to go through code review, and then they, you know, uh, uh, my my manager he t- tells me like what's wrong if yeah. something's wrong, but which there usually is something wrong. Um, and we go through the code, we make the adjustments, and then we push it to, uh, to production. To production. You know? But I, I, obviously I cannot push you know, no. anything into production without notifying yeah, sure, um, sure. manager. But that, that's, that's a, another interesting point that you made there, that you, you have the ability to have, a co- have someone else review your own code. And you don't yeah. get that when you're self-taught. You don't have that extra person to look over your shoulder and go, yeah, you should be doing it like this rather than that. Um, and again, you're doing it in a very real world situation um, where bugs happen all the time. I mean, I remember just the, the, the sheer fear of working on a system that is being used constantly um, and knowing that any change to the code would affect someone's yeah. behavior on the website. Um, and um, that was, that was very weird because I was before this, I was very used to just building a single web page and then pressing refresh. And I would be the only one actually seeing that. <laughs> yeah. That's That's yeah. Yeah. I was super paranoid on my first day. Mm. I was like, when I cloned the, the huge repo, I was like, oh, I was scared to touch anything. Mm. And, I, and then I realized, like, I, I, even though I knew I couldn't break anything, it was obviously it was on my disk. It wasn't, you know, I didn't push anything to, the, to production. I was still, oh, what if, what if I change this function a little bit and then it breaks and I, can, I can't push it and merge it to master? Yes. Super paranoid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, 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 that's perfectly normal, I think. You know. Mm, mm, yeah, I, 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 I get that whenever I'm SSHing into 
different boxes and it's like mm-hmm. being very cautious with the commands that I run <laughs> because mm-hmm. this is still being used. So, yeah. So we've talked about the your motivations and we've talked about um, the resources that you've used. So let's mm-hmm. let's focus now on any advice that you can give to um, to other developers who are coming into this industry. I know that we've touched on quite a few already, but if you if you were having a conversation with yourself, what would you say to yourself if it was say two years ago when you were just thinking about doing this? Is there any kind of advice that you would give? Definitely, plenty, plenty. Um... Um, first of all, people have to realize that the way it's being advertised right now on YouTube, yep. like all these become a web developer in two months, become a web developer in six weeks, that's that's not reality. No. You know, it's gonna it, it, it's going to take some time. Yeah, you might you might get there in three months and get an entry level job, but you will have to put in a lot of time. Yeah. And uh, not everybody has the luxury to do that. I didn't, so mm. it took me a while. Um, but yeah, main advice would be it, 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 takes some, it takes a lot of time to get, not even good, but it takes a lot of time to actually understand how a website works. Yes. You know, like what is the front end, what is the back end, yeah. uh, you know, what are databases for, stuff like that, you know. Um, also, another thing, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself because, you know, if, if you go on Twitter and you start following all these super successful people that work for Facebook, they work for Google, and all these big companies, mm. the worst thing you can do is like starting to compare your skill set mm. to their skill set. Mm. You know, yeah. Like I'm 25 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And like last week on twitter max stoiberg i think is the pronunciation of the name basically the the person who came up with style components mm. he said oh it's my birthday today i'm turning 22 and i was like okay i'm three years older than this guy <laughs> and i'm nowhere near i'm nowhere near his skill set nowhere near his skill set mm. you know but, that, but that's a completely completely wrong way of thinking for self-taught developers, especially for those who uh, are just getting started, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. focus on your skills, focus on your skill set and improving yourself mm-hmm. and not work. Don't worry what other people are doing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and also other thing, find, uh, if, if, you, if, if you're going to follow people on Twitter, find people who you can relate to. Like for me, when I, when I first got into this industry, I, realize that like I don't fit in very well because like I'm not I'm not I'm not sitting behind the computer all day every day you know I like to do sports like Mm -hmm. to work out I like running I like you know doing fun stuff as well Mm -hmm. in my free time Mm -hmm. so when I found out uh, when I found Ken Wheeler on uh on Twitter I was like oh I found my spirit animal (laughs) here's the guy who's actually super successful super smart but he's also like a huge man child. He swears all the time. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> Not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. That's... But biggest advice, biggest advice, mm. don't be hard on yourself and be prepared that this is going to take some time. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. Enjoy the process because it's not, as I said, you know, it's not about, it's, it's, there's no end 
to this. There is nothing like, oh, I'm going to learn for, I'm going to study on my own for two years and then I'm going to get that job and I'm be perfectly happy. I won't have to do anything ever again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's mm-hmm. about, it's about the process yeah. because I believe that if you want to do this for a living, you really need to enjoy it and you need to, you know, like spending time, you know, coding. You you need to love it to skip that birthday party. You need to love it to skip that yeah. uh, trip that your friends are going on. Yeah. But but you but you you're not, you know. Yeah. And uh, if you're doing it just because it pays well, which is true, but if you're doing it for the sole purpose of getting paid and you know having money. You're gonna be. You're not gonna be happy. So yeah, yeah. Happy, so yeah. happiness is so important. Um, Absolutely, it's the most important thing because it's not because it's, coding can be quite a lonely process because you are you are within your own thoughts a lot of the time until you get things checked and reviewed. Um, it's not. It's not as social. I think as other industries, other, other jobs. So that, I mean, that's, that's one thing that, that I would say is, is be comfortable working, um, with your own thoughts and, and have sort of, a, a way of, of managing yourself, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's probably, it's probably different here because I'm a remote dev, but Mm-hmm. I, I've also worked in in offices where people just have headphones on, yeah, and so they're yeah, yeah. they're isolated. Whereas yeah. if you go into a, another department, they're you know they're, they're they're messing about, they're doing other things, and that is still true in 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 coding. But there is this sort of the zone that people mm-hmm. do go in, and and yeah. uh, some people love that. Some yeah. people love that. And I like it as well, to be honest with you. You know, um, I like people. I like talking to people. But I really love the fact that I can just listen to music for eight hours a day, every day, mm. and not be bothered. You know, mm. because when I worked my first job, the fraud prevention uh, job, I would call uh, the customers. You know, I would call the companies yeah. that were, you know, you know, I was like, oh, this is Tom from x y and z company mm. i just wanted to check that we're dealing with a legitimate company and yeah. if you you know you place the order and i didn't like that at all i didn't like that at all you know yeah. so i kind of I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that you know i can just chill not really chill you have to work but you know yeah. can have i can have my headphones headphones in and uh, you know listen to some nice music mm. what would you say you said earlier that well before this you mentioned that you were you you were into linux is that is that kind of the the area of development that you're as in is that your working environment now a linux development machine or are you um, a windows dev not really i just wanted to get rid of my uh i just i, I have an older laptop at home so i just mm-hmm. installed ubuntu on it and uh, i'm absolutely clueless I'm trying to figure it out, you know. Do you think so, do you think one day you would transition transition to um to to a to the to the dark side to Linux? I don't think so. I'm, I actually am thinking about buying a Mac. Right. Cuz to tell you the truth, like MacBooks here, I don't know how is it in the UK, but here they're really expensive. I know they're expensive everywhere, but here it's it's really it's really yeah. expensive. So I I've never had a Mac in my life. I've never actually used a Mac. Right. In my life, so I'm right. thinking about buying a, like a refurbished MacBook now. Yeah, 
Not even a new one. <laughs> so because I, I mention it because um, Angular and React and the other technologies you mentioned earlier, they, they have like a command line interface that you can use to do various bits and pieces and t run tasks and, and stuff. Um, I personally find it's easier on either Linux or, or a Mac um, rather than Windows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 The commands are different. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they are. They are. But um, I think... Um, Having a Unix-style machine, though, it's uh, it might be an easier sort of thing to do all those tasks and bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. But it is a it is a bit of a gear change. I do appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, so we've talked about motivation and resources and and other bits and pieces. Where do you see? I mean, this is a bit of a charged question, but where do you see the your career progressing in terms of code? Are you thinking about being more of an architect or more of a, a front-end sort of UI kind of person? Do you have like a, a, an area of specialism that you want to pigeon your hold yourself into? Or is this such an early stage at the moment that those questions are, are not right for this moment? Yeah. Um, well, right now I, I try not to think about it that much. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to learn the tools that I use uh, at work. Yeah. But the but but front end stuff is definitely something that is I'm more familiar with than, for example, uh, the back end stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, I also try to do or try to learn stuff that is interesting to me. You know, I don't mm. I don't I don't I don't learn new things because I should be learning them because that's like a career. That's like the next logical step in my uh, career path. Uh -huh. You know, uh -huh. if, if, if I'm feeling like learning, you know, about CSS animations, I'll do that. You know, if I feel like learning about Node.js, I, I can, I can, I can do that at some point, you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't set like concrete goals, mm. that I, you know, mm. in terms of my, uh, my growth. But JavaScript ecosystem is 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 where I want to stay mm -hmm. uh, right now. Right. Well, I think I think I think, uh, and I'll congratulate you again on becoming a a uh, React developer. I mean, this is it's a, such a a, a a wonderful time f for developers because it is it is pretty much the world is is your oyster in in that respect. I think it would be very interesting to have you on um, and talk about the the way you've progressed um, in the future, but um, we can we can yeah sort sure that out later sure we but, can do that. I mean it's um it's such a it's such a fascinating story from being self taught. I must say that I don't know many self taught developers, so it's very interesting to hear your perspective of it. Can, can yeah. I can I ask about your perspective of being um, going through college and university, is there anything that you think you've missed from not doing that? Um, um, I don't, first of all, I actually went to university, um, but okay. I dropped out for right. three semesters. I was actually studying to be an English teacher. Right. Um, in combination with German, which was a terrible mistake because, you know, I've been <laughs> learning German for eight years and I cannot have a conversation in German, to tell you the truth. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, the, the one thing that I miss, I think I miss, um, 
by not going through that whole computer science, you know, mm. degree mm. program is the basics of how the internet works, for example, you know, or how, what like all the, all the, the, all the general knowledge that computer science graduates have, like mm. in terms of, um, computers and how the web works and how what's going on behind the scenes because for example for me as a front-end developer it's you know you're making stuff happen in the browser but mm. you don't know at least that that's been my experience you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes you okay. know like when i when i hear about headers and cores and uh protocols and you know <laughs> i i don't know i i i really don't know what that means <laughs> mm-hmm. so th- so that's that's one part but but again you know all of that you can learn by yourself mm-hmm. you know i think you mm-hmm. know there's actually a really nice course i haven't i haven't watched it yet but there's a course by brian holt on front end masters mm-hmm. it's i believe computer science degree in 5 hours or something like that and uh, it should give you like the general overview mm. of the basics, mm. like what what's what's it actually like to go to university to study computer science. So that's something that I'm planning to do definitely in the future, so, in the near future. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds it sounds like you've got um, you've got ideas for what you want to learn where you yeah. are now. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. really that's really good. So, I have so many ideas, but so little time. So. <laughs> So, Tom, that's a fantastic story in getting yourself into the web development industry. It's only two weeks that you've been in, so congratulations again. And Thank do you. you have any last comments, any kind of messages that you want to shout out and, and give to the to the audience? Um, yeah, um, I just wanted to, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, it's been a pleasure. Um, and uh, I... When you first contacted me about this interview, um, I didn't, first, I didn't really want to do it because in my mind, I'm a complete newbie and I felt like I have nothing to share that would be beneficial. Mm. But then I thought about it and I realized like the, my message would be like, everybody can learn this in my opinion. It's just a matter of time. I wasn't born with this. Um, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not that, that tech savvy, um, I didn't grow up wanting to be a programmer. I realized what I wanted to do when I was 22. And uh, before that, I I didn't have any prior, any real experience with programming. So my message would be just, if you want to do this, regardless of age, you know, just try it. Just try it because you can definitely do it. It's definitely doable. Hmm. And it's just about, you know, you just have to decide how much time and energy you want to put in mm. to this. And uh, I think it's totally doable for pretty much everybody. I really believe that. Yeah, that's such a good, such a good message, such a good statement. And uh, yeah, it's um, very powerful. So um, for anyone out there who is learning development, it, it can be done. <laughs> it can be done. You just it have to put in the time. Done. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tom, do you have any any links or any anything that you social media stuff that you want to mention? I'll put all of this stuff in the comments, and I'll do some overlays too. But uh, have you got anything you want to just shout out? Um, not especially. Um, just my Twitter handle. You can follow me on at Thomas Vorel thirteen. That's T O M A S V O R E L one three. 
on Twitter. And, uh, and yeah, just keep on learning, keep on grinding and, uh, and you'll get there and don't give up because I did that the first time I started and, uh, I lost a lot of time. So don't quit. Don't quit. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you ever so much again, Tom, for coming on. Thank and, you for uh, having me on, Peter. For the, for the eighth millionth time, congratulations on where you are. Thank you. And I hope to speak to you soon. Cheers. Thank and for everyone else, happy coding. And I'll speak to you again later. Cheers. Bye.